0: Hi, thanks for joining our Lunch Break Podcast. We hope you enjoy the time you spend with Ben and myself, Paul, as we talk through issues in pastoral ministry as well as all things related to the NBA. Is that a weird combination? Yes, it's always peanut butter and jelly when you think about it. So grab your lunch and join us during our Lunch Break Podcast. Okay, welcome to our Lunch Break podcast. Whoa. It is episode 12, the final episode finale of season 1. So That's for crazy. our final season, what are you eating? Man? I am eating a curry
1: mm-hmm. rice curry made by my wife. Uh, beef curry. Uh, she, was, she was saying how it wasn't perfect because it was missing potatoes, but I think it's delicious. My wife's cooking is amazing. It looks really good. Thank you.
0: I mean, thank you on behalf of my wife. <laughs> How about you, Paul? What are you, what are you eating today? I'm enjoying a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Mm. Not open on Sundays. Because they're super good. <laughs> we, uh, well, lots to talk about in our final NBA pod. Final pod. Um, it has been one week since the Toronto Raptors defeated the Golden State Warriors in six games Mm. after two catastrophic injuries to Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson and technically Kevon Looney Uh, how do we feel? it's been a week, we're a week apart I think I feel very differently than you do
1: Um, I wouldn't, uh, you know, they didn't beat us at full strength so, you know, I don't go down in history that if we were full strength we could have swept the raptors <laughs> but no i think I, I think for me i've actually come to terms with it just cuz just realizing how there was just no way i think the warriors just couldn't have a, how everything broke down even if curry hit that last like shot in game 6 there's no way we would have won that series without clay um, so i think it's I think a lot of people have just been bashing Curry for not being clutch and not hitting the shot and all these things, but honestly, I don't think it would have made a difference. I think, if anything, maybe it saves the Warriors another injury potential um, by not playing that last game. Um, they are catastrophic. I think KD's changes the whole outcome of the NBA, I think, right now. Um, and the... And, and Clay's was just... I think it was just, just hard to see that, you know, from some, such a competitor. Um, Clay is probably... Um, like one of my favorite players in the NBA outside of Curry, just because of his his uh, quirkiness and his competitive nature and his willingness to just ball out. I think being able to see him come back out to shoot those free throws was, man, I think I teared up a little. Um, it was a good season. It just wasn't in our cards. But you know, we, we a dynasty will the dynasty will I think is, it will still continue. Um, oh, you think KD's come back? I think whether he comes back or not, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of talk. Um, I think what would be best for I think what would be best for both teams to be or both sides to be really honest is if KD resigns, uh, we pay him uh, and we get we get stuck in his contract for a year um, on that Supermax, and then um, once he once he's healed, we trade him off to a team that he wants to go to next season and. And then, and the Warriors get something in return in, in terms of that trade. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best option for both sides because I think for a KD, he's he's got an off year. Uh, I think the Warriors they have all of his uh, medical information. They he's he's worked with those you know doctors, and um, I think it's like even those you know he's he's gotten injured with us, and he's worked through those injuries with our medical team. And I think he's he would be it would seem like he would be the most comfortable with that. So it would be best for him to at least stay that year. But you never know. I think with KD, he's it's just, it's just realizing more and more. You just never know what he's thinking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Having been put in a similar situation many years ago. <laughs> it wasn't that many years ago, but it, was, it feels like it. Um, yeah, it's a... KD's a hard read. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's going as far as to say that he's willing to do something like a sign and trade yeah. It's more than he gave OKC. A lot of uh, Thunder, Twitter people were pissed off about that, <laughs> which is really funny, actually. I, I really don't... I mean, it's weird. I felt like, eh, about it. Because I, yeah. I just didn't understand what that would do other than getting people back. Yeah. And I don't know why another team would do that if they're willing to absorb a year of just paying KD a max contract, you know, and not give up any of their pieces that they already have, you know? Why would you... You'd probably have to give up a lot, you know? so, unless you have max slots available. I suppose, but uh. yeah. I think it's on KD's
1: side. That's why
0: mm-hmm. I think a
1: team, any team that wants him, would gladly take him this season, uh, pay him that money, just so they know that they have him for the next three years. And then when it comes to, um, I think the big difference between the OKC situation and this Warrior situation is that um, KD tore his Achilles. I think if he didn't tear his Achilles there would have been a higher likelihood of him leaving oh, and sure. us getting nothing in return. Sure, sure. So that, that injury, really, I think it's a big, that's a big factor. That's true. But yeah,
0: it'll be an interesting season uh, next year for the Warriors. The Toronto Raptors are champions for the first first time, right? Yeah, first time, first time ever. ever. Kawhi Leonard is the Finals MVP. Yeah. No, no, I don't know about it, right? Yeah. It's just like, it feels like the MVP that, it like, it like in a way it had to be yeah Kawhi. Do you know yeah, what I mean? What it seemed like it was kind of like who el- who like who else is a big name? But That's just, what it felt like. Yeah, but I don't know why they couldn't have given the Andre Iguodala MVP to Fred VanVleet. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he had some crazy shots.
1: I think if you watch, if you if you listen to any sort of basketball like um, commentary during the finals, everybody was talking about the bench. Of the Raptors, yeah. and these these bench players hitting big shots. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was really talking about Kawhi. If anything, mean, was like, oh, Kawhi passed the ball, like passed it off and made the right decision.
0: Yeah.
1: But no one was talking about him in in the same sense. I think if anything, we were even saying the stars aren't showing up. Exactly. You know? It's these other players that are showing up. Exactly. So um, I was when I saw that I was kind of like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, well, it, I mean,
0: it's hard to say too, just because. It feels like because of the big moments, yeah, Fred Van Vliet was there, right? But but in terms of, like, well, not even that. It, it, it's just the big moments, he was there. Fred Van Vliet yeah. was there. Like, not Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. not Kawhi Leonard. Well, Kawhi Leonard had some runs here and there that were, yeah. like, really impressive. Like, Game 5, I mean, they lost that game, but he had that, like, 10-point run all by himself, you know, like, uh-huh. which was crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's just interesting that... um. That that didn't apply to Fred. The the Andre Iguodala rule, the yeah. NBA Finals MVP no. rule, didn't apply to Fred Van Yeah,
1: I'm actually trying to look up his stats. It's a lot harder if we don't have a stat guy. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm I'm really like at that point, it's kind of like, dude, Curry played a played, he played a good series, maybe not great series in in uh, the 2015 Finals, but Andre was kind of the one that was always talked about throughout mm-hmm. the series. He wasn't necessarily the highest scoring player. But it wasn't. He was he was the one that was um, the one that was talked about because he was just, just locking down LeBron. Yep. So for me it was kinda like, well, that's the same situation. I'm I'm reading this right now. Fred Van Vliet shot fifty-three percent from three. Since Man, oh, that, was, crazy actually, shots that was since his son was born. Oh, <laughs> since his son was born. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's crazy though. No, he came. At that, that was like out of nowhere, too. Um, man, I, I wish it was an easier place to kind of look at his that. But I mean, um, he hit. You know, he game six. He scored twenty two. I think he was tied for third most, third highest score on Raptors, and that was with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was hitting some crazy shots. Like just he he was he was hitting shots where you just kind of he just kind of took the air out of the building. You just kind of watch. Yeah, Warriors fans are just kind of like shooting Man, like this. Oracle. Like, yeah, this this shot is like this shot is a most It's like a ridiculous shot. He's not gonna make it. Like, we Warriors are going to run, and they're just silenced. And I was just like, dude, ew. this guy. If this guy continue can continue on this run, he's gonna be a
0: player. He's gonna get his money. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, but losing game six in the Oracle, final game ever in the Oracle. That's yeah. rough. It that's is. That's really rough. I, I, I think
1: Curry had a chance of that shot. I think that that's probably one of the things that will stick with them forever. I think from um, cool. even me for me as a Warrior fan, I think it's it's kinda like bitter it's like it's like it's like bitter but I've kinda gotten over the, the finals loss, but that one moment is kinda something that's like, man, to have watched Oracle just blow up after he hit that shot. They were I think they were down one at the time. And then Yeah, they would've gone up. They would have gone up two. And then, and then with like less than five seconds, I think, like something
0: like it was something, well, like it was like seconds nine like seconds, I think. Oh, really? he got the shot off. Remember, there was that rebound, and then Draymond called the timeout. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, there was more time than that. Yeah, There was more time.
1: Would the Warriors have been able to close that out? It doesn't matter. He yeah. would have hit that shot. If he hit that shot, yeah. And I think that was something that was like, man, like, yeah, I, I think I would have lost it. I was watching it here with um a uh, pastor, a friend of mine, and a, and a, and a guy who was disseminated that goes to our church, and I think I would have just lost it. <laughs> I
0: would just like, ah. It was um, a statue that too, I just saw they released that colorway that he wore called the Roracle. I'm yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. no one's going to buy that shoe. <laughs> no that one buy it. No one's gonna buy No one's going to get that. It's going to be it just a reminder sense. how they lost the last game. No, it's a reminder <laughs> of history
1: and how... Man. Curry, Curry followed up on his promise when he tweeted to the Warrior fans that they would get this straight, I think, in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Hey, man. Five straight finals, won three of them. In that building. Three out of five, yeah. I'll take it. It's pretty impressive. But, yeah. That was... I think that's definitely something that will definitely just
0: be with Curry for the rest of his career just mm-hmm. kind of like if I had it that shot uh, for sure Toronto Raptors I mean how do I feel, feel about it it's like yeah I mean I, I mean it was funny it just happened and I was like oh wow it was a crazy game and then it just kind of was over for me I, <laughs> know, I, like, I mean I was glad I mean there was some some notable things like Serge Ibaka being yeah. from that 2016 Thunder team that wanted yeah. to conference for the Warriors that team with KD and um him being able to finally win one and beat the Warriors in doing so It yeah. wasn't another team, which is really impressive. Um, it made me sad that Serge Ibaka was the one guarding KD with KD ruptured his. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy! I can't believe that was that. That was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the Warriors to let KD wow. play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, Jeremy Lin, mm. you know, 55 seconds, I think, of <laughs> total play time for the box. Really nice. <laughs> Uh, he's a champion 55 more than any other exactly exactly Every, oh more man. than any other Asian American right so shout out to him oh. Jay Lynn. man what is he gonna do next next season maybe come to the Warriors I don't know good why not they need more guards I guess another, right?
1: another storyline uh,
0: Patrick McCaw three <laughs> P by Pat McCaw wow that's crazy. He's never lost in a finals. <laughs> three years in the league. Three, three
1: finals. championships, No losses. Okay. Is he better than LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a good season. It was a good finals like series altogether. So? I mean, and it shows this, like, how much more fun the league can be like one mega super team like an ultra Why? team Why not? it shows how much more fun it can be like <laughs> all the playoff like all of that I mean it showed like them being injured with well, the Golden State Warriors being injured as much as it sucks that they were injured like that really sucks like for yeah. KD to not be able to play ball for another year is insane because we got robbed when of he was when he was in OKC and I think it was like 2014 and he like messed up his foot Jermon messed yeah. up his foot No, <laughs> <Wow, laughs> he stepped on him Oh, KD one. Uh fell uh, yeah. the Zaza Patrullo there. Um, and then um, yeah he did to sit there with a broken foot like yeah. for like like a season and a half or something. I remember like, that. Like, it was like so sad, like I think that year, um, that was the first year in like seven years or something at that point that the OKC didn't make it to the playoffs because KD oh. was injured and Russ was injured for a while. He came back but wasn't enough to pull him through and, and Ibaco was injured for a while, Reggie Jackson got injured <laughs> like, it was a crazy injury yeah. season that season for a while. Um, but, um, yeah, all I have to say, that was, I mean, it was fun and, yeah. you know, now the West looks wide open, like the league looks wide open suddenly. It's you know? very crazy. I, I mean, it'll obviously, we'll figure out what happens once all the free agency stuff goes down, uh, that that crazy. on June 30th, night of June 30th. It's my birthday. Oh, it's crazy. And, uh, um, yeah, we'll see what happens, but, um, yeah, just, it feels so wide open. So teams That's are crazy. clamoring. Um, and one of the things that happened was Anthony Davis finally gets traded from the New Orleans Pelicans huge. to the Los Angeles Lakers for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, the fourth pick in this, this draft. year's draft and two future first round picks. Um, that that fourth pick turned into two picks. I believe it was yeah. eight and ten? Something like that, yeah, yeah. to Atlanta. Yeah, 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 that's right. I think that's right. But um, So that's crazy. And who? What other superstar has ever gotten that much back? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think the Superstars will get traded a lot, so I mean that's yeah. one thing, but I man, that's insane. Is A D really worth the future of the Lakers? You know, that's a squad, you know what I mean? Like
1: I think I think on a side note, how dumb the Lakers front office is to go through that whole trade and then afterwards realize, wait, we don't have enough money to, to re sign or to sign another match contract because of the four million dollar kicker that A D has when yeah. he traded. As well as the, um, as well as turning uh, not being able to turn that, that pick into salary, and then getting it off the books mm-hmm. um, by waiting until July thirtieth. It was. I remember I read that. And I was like. I mean, I read wow. it, and
0: I almost I didn't believe it. It was yeah. like, are you serious? And then I, and then I never saw anything that said that like that like re, re like retracted or gave a reason for. it. So yeah. I was like, is this serious? Yeah. Like, you cannot be that incompetent. It's yeah. <laughs> like you're the Lakers too. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. So that was dumb. But maybe it'll be enough. AD <laughs> LeBron, like, I mean, maybe it'll be enough. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. When I heard about when I heard about it, the trade, I was like, whoa! Look how much New Orleans got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my second thought was like, I don't know what AD has accomplished. Exactly. He's got a few playoff runs that didn't last very long. Oh. Um, he's had like what, like two, two healthy seasons. Like that, oh, so. that and that oh, yeah. healthy means yeah. like seventy plus games in a uh-huh. season. Like, um, I don't know. Like he hasn't. I don't know what he's accomplished. Other, I mean, just some individual stats that are really yeah. good and stuff. I mean, that which is great again. Like, but, but like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm underestimating AD and uh-huh. what LeBron and AD can become. But just when I heard LeBron and AD, yeah. I was like, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, so? I was thinking the like, same thing. I was.
1: I think I was thinking,
0: okay. <laughs> You
1: know, I think even, even like, I remember after the trade, I went back to look at what the Lakers had. Mm-hmm. I think they had enough for like, I think they had like five or six players on their contract at that point. Uh-huh. And I was like, you got 80, then LeBron, and there's just a huge drop off. And you're like, and, and I think the Warriors showed this season that being top heavy can only get you so far. And I think there, there comes a time when, when you just become unlucky and you're going to need these role players to jump in. Yep and it was a perfect image in, in terms of um, the Raptors and what they had yep. Kawhi being the only I think they had no lottery picks Kawhi is the highest picked player on that team at 15 yeah I that's
0: right he was the 15th
1: so it just shows that that you need these other players you need
0: depth you need you depth. need smart drafting yeah like, and, I mean, whoever drafted. I mean, it was Spurs drafted Kawhi, right? Like Spurs, Spurs drafted
1: Kawhi. They drafted Danny Green, I think, too. Yeah.
0: No, Danny Green was another team, I think, right? Oh yeah, really? I think so. Was, was that guy? That Hey, that guy. Hey, Is that guy. Oh, oh, he's busy. Okay, yeah. Why do we even have that guy? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, do we even give him food or anything?
1: Maybe he doesn't do anything because we don't pay him. That's probably it. Anyway, um, yeah. So no idea, no idea. <laughs> but but I think I think it, it's one thing. I think it doesn't necessarily mean that the the Raptors are a great drafting team, which I think is actually pretty crazy. It's, it 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 made me realize you can have a GM that can put teams together, and you can have a team that can a GM that can draft well. Oh, that's and It's true. like a different thing. That's true. Um, no,
0: actually, I think I read that there was only one player on that roster that was actually drafted by like, by the Raptors. It was, was it Siakam? I think so. I think, I think was. Siakam was the only player drafted by the Raptors. But
1: I think you see. I think it just shows that uh, Masai Ujiri is a phenomenal uh, GM that can put teams together, yeah. put players together. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe I mean maybe he was just going and looking for draft picks that were not born in America. Um, <laughs> Possible, or, you know, that that might be one thing. But uh, <laughs> it was a uh, man. It was it was really well put together. So then when I see that and then I see what happens in the finals and then I see the Lakers, I'm just kind of like. Yo, who who are you gonna bring in? I think if anything, it's almost like why are you trying to find another max guy, mm-hmm. fill your roster out with other role players, that you know you can pay with that money yeah. instead. Like, there's there's no point in trying to work out another max. Have three max players and then minimum contracts drop. You know who?
0: What do you know why? Uh, it's because LeBron James is there. That's true. LeBron like, I need that guy. I need that guy. There you was there was. Guy. I remember I was I was
1: reading a a story. A quick excerpt about what would have happened if um, the Cavs had drafted Joel Embiid. Hmm. Instead of Andrew Wiggins that draft. Ooh. They traded Kevin Love. That's right. They traded for Kevin Love using Andrew. That's Williams. right, that's right. So I think it was really interesting because when when the commentators were talking about it, they were saying it wouldn't have meant anything. It would have just meant the Raptors would have or, uh, the Timberwolves would have had Joel Embiid. Oh. Because LeBron doesn't like to play with rookies.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So I was like, oh, that's a narrative. Like, that's a narrative in, in LeBron James. Interesting.
0: You know. The only rook that I feel like LeBron James has interacted with is, well, when uh, LeBron went against the Lakers and talked to talked Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. that was the first, not the first time I saw him interact with a rookie, but like say anything to a rookie. And then secondly, he had his rookie on, in the Cavs, Chetty Osman from Turkey. Uh, <laughs> and he would be like, woo! Like you'd be celebrating with this yeah. rookie, but but it was more like a hazing thing, more uh, than yeah. like I actually care about yeah, this yeah. kid, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's interesting, interesting. Like uh, Lakers should be, man. This is a break it, make it or break a year, huh? I really, I really think the the New
1: Orleans Pelicans just pulled one right under from right under the Yeah, there. and
0: we'll get to talking about the draft later, but that's oh going. That's gonna, no, the Pelicans. Just, just watching their draft, and I was just like, no way, man, they got some.
1: Pieces. And I was just like, why? I'm like, no way. Thousand yeah, like, pieces. Oh, okay.
0: Um, one other major trade that happened was Mike Conley from uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. He got traded to the Utah Jazz for Jay Crowder, Kyle Corver, Grayson Allen. That's two white people, by the way. And the 23rd pick in the 2019 draft. The Utah Jazz traded away two white people. That's so rare. Man, if they had to put Joe Ingles in there as well and Ricky Rubio, oh my gosh, four white people? <laughs> Think about that. Four 100% white people <laughs> traded traded for Mike Conley. Mike Conley, Mike Conley is equal to four. <laughs> That's how it happened, though. This, this like, Memphis is like, give us two white guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyway, this is <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah. So, 39-year-old Kyle Korver. Uh, like 19-year-old, no, actually he's probably like 21, Grayson Allen. Yeah. He was, he was good. Um, he,
1: he, I think he had three, two or three years in, in, like in college before he came into mm-hmm. the
0: league. Three? The Duke, yeah. And the 23rd pick in the 29th, and which was actually ended up trading to Oklahoma City, so. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: All that to say, yeah, Mike Conley goes to Utah, and now headlines are that uh, Utah Jazz are a title contender. That's interesting. I think that's interesting to go that far already. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes them really good. And it makes maybe them they'll play. make a run in the playoffs. I, I think
1: it makes them a strong playoff team. Yeah,
0: but does Tidal it... Title contender? I'm not sure that Rudy Gobert yeah, yeah. is smart enough, and I don't know if uh, Donald yeah. Mitchell can shoot. If I, I, I
1: think if you just, just... Even just being able to pin like other players against him, I don't know if he has the ability to, to defend... This NBA as well, when it, once it gets to the playoffs, because yeah. when you get to the playoffs, they just nitpick and they just attack your weaknesses, yeah. And and they're gonna they're gonna go after <clears throat> Gobert like so hard, like, yeah. Like that whole meme with him just spinning around against Curry. <laughs> that's gonna be all playoffs. It's gonna be all <laughs> once you get, once you get into like the semifinal and then like the conference finals. Like, yeah. it's gonna that's gonna be him the whole time. Yeah.
0: And you know when when Oklahoma City last year played the Utah Jazz, I mean, and they beat us, but there were some plays that Gobert also Gobert, what are you doing? Yeah, like. Like, he, like, he was, like, right under the basket. I want to say, like, Terrence Ferguson was the guy I on him. And he passed it out to yeah. <laughs> the corner three and he, who ended up missing. <laughs> and it was, like, like I remember even watching Quinn Snyder be like, what are you yeah. doing? Put it in, you know? Like, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I just don't. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's Utah. I, I, Maybe. I have no idea why. Maybe I... Joe Ingles
1: will save their <laughs> in this season. I don't know. That guy's a monster. That guy's Joe an under.
0: Good. He's, like, the next white mom dog. <laughs> Um but yeah, Utah Jazz. yeah, and it says a lot about Donovan Mitchell's too, that how people perceive Donovan Donovan Mitchell Mm -hmm. as if he's already like this superstar and he will be, but I don't think he's there yet. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I think I I think his first season he was phenomenal. Second season he dropped off a little bit. I think Conley can come in and kinda help, you know, mentor him and lead him and guide him with his, his uh, maturity. And I think that's, that's probably what will help the Jazz most is just having a guy like Mike Conley.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just there in the locker room. And, yeah. Uh, leading that locker room and, and you know, just, just
0: building up the maturity of the team. Yeah. And, you know, this trade was gonna, I mean, it, it was happening mid-season too. Like, there was a, there was, was a rumors head, yeah. that Mike Conley was about to get traded and it didn't end up happening. I think that's when, uh, who is it, um, Marcus All got traded to the Raptors. Yeah. And that was like, oh, what the, but, um, but what, from what I heard from those reports, Mike Conley didn't want to go to Utah. Oh, really? Yeah, they were going to trade them like Rubio and all these other. And, you, and Conley was like, "No, I don't want to go there." You know, and Memphis like kind of owes Conley a good trade. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, like he's a he was a, he's a staple in the organization. Yeah, he him uh,
1: and him and uh, him and Gasol were, were the the core of the. Uh, Grit and, grind. Grit and grind with Zach yeah, Randolph, Rudy Gay. I hated that team, man. Yeah, they they. That was a good team. Whenever bro. they played the Warriors, they always slowed it down so much. Dude, they did uh, that to us too, and they
0: actually knocked us out one year, I think. Um, uh-huh. The Western Conference. No, it, it, maybe two. The to get the second round, second yeah, round, yeah. I think they it, And we had some injuries that year too, but man, freaking Grizzlies! Man. But
1: yeah, it's. I, I think. I think seeing him. Leave, I think for me, it even. Age like it shows my age watching the NBA. And I realize <laughs> these these great phenomenal players like yeah, that you watch growing up or now moving mm-hmm. on, they're getting older, they're retiring and it's just great. it was I think that kinda hit me at that point. I was yeah. like, Man, like the Grizzlies are a totally different team
0: now. Yeah. You know Grizzlies, you know, gonna be probably built around Jared Jackson and John Morant now. Yeah. Um man. Yeah, actually we can go into the draft night results now. Um Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you want to help us out make better podcasts through maybe purchasing some audio equipment and or buying us lunch, uh, you can donate to our podcast by going to anchor.fm/slash our lunch break podcast. That's anchor.fm/slash our lunch podcast. I believe there is a link there that you can donate all your hard earned resources to us. So, please do that. Uh, Anchor.fm slash our lunch break podcast. Back to the podcast. Hope you guys have a good lunch. You know, number one pick Zion. Zion. Will I am son? Do you know how to say his name? Uh, will I, will I li li am my son? No, there's only two L's in there. There's not like a third. No, but like Will li, will. I thought you said will a little Limson. Sorry. I don't have a class. Yeah, some, some kid He's from Duke. Nobody cares about. Um, picked up by the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about how he works out, I guess, for them. <sighs> with, you know, <sighs> with, with these young, young... It was kind of a surprise, t- too. I feel like they're, like, better players.
1: But, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting draft. Interesting draft. Yeah, yeah. It was really. I, I think one thing that was really interesting was that just kind of watching the draft. You're kind of like <laughs> they come up. They like <laughs> they're saying, "All right, uh, New Orleans, you're, you have five minutes on the clock." And then I think everybody in the room is kind of like, just turn it in. <laughs> just hurry up. Like, just turn it in. Like you we just want to get to the fourth. The, pick the and all first all right. fifteen minutes of fifteen minutes of that draft was already scripted and no, like everybody <laughs> knew. It's like just do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. There's there's no one's trading up. Just just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was I think that was really funny how each team's kind of waited until the very last one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the Pelicans picked up Zeon Will I Amson, and then Memphis Grizzlies picked up Ja Morant from Murray State. He was like, um uh, I don't remember, if I, I mean, I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I like kind of just pay yeah. attention as it ends because I want to figure out who people are going to draft or whatever. But he, uh, he was somebody who was like. Not very noticed until like the, the tournament, I think. Yeah.
1: That's actually the first time two, uh, two players from this, I think, same city got drafted one, too. Oh, really? Yeah, they oh, actually played on the same AAU team. Oh, that's right. I hear not hear yeah. about that. That's right. It's crazy.
0: Dude, that's crazy, yeah. John Moran. But he's,
1: he's, he's actually very similar. Uh, I would, uh, to be honest, I think some people are saying Westbrook, but
0: I think he's, he looks more like um, Darren Fox. Oh yeah, people say that. Yeah. But people said that about De'Aaron Fox. He looks like Westbrook, <laughs> John Wall, and Westbrook put together like, or oh. something. And uh, both De'Aaron Fox and John Moran put Russell Westbrook as their favorite basketball player when they were drafted. So it's pretty funny because you can kind of see it in their game too. Yeah. Uh, New York Knicks picked up RJ Barrett. I could care less. About I think R. that's R. the. Barrett. I think that's the best thing that will happen to them this whole season. <laughs> I think he's the They're best. They're out some, some They're gonna, other dude like Tobias Harris. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, New York Knicks. I mean, R.J. Barrett. Obviously, he's gonna be. I guess he's gonna be good. He's gonna be fun to watch. I guess
1: it's crazy. The two, the two premier franchises, the Lakers and the Knicks, are just slowly imploding, and it just shows like, no one wants to go anymore. Yep. Go there anymore. I mean, I feel bad for R.J. Barrett because he's. I, I. To be really honest, I think there could have been an argument for him to go number one. I think there could have been. an argument. Oh, really? I think in the NBA game, mm-hmm. he'll look a lot better than he would, was in college. Yeah, better spacing. Sure. Um, I mean, there are better athletes, but I think Zion is great, I, and I think RJ has that potential to be great too. Mm-hmm. So I think there is always an argument. I think the first, the top three picks. I think it was. It could have been. It could have been any any of the three, and I think nobody would have. I think Zion was a lot about the hype, which kind of jumped him up to
0: number yeah. one. But, but I mean, his. It, it, <clears throat> RJ, you know, I watched a f- couple of Duke games. I kept hearing about Zion and RJ and, you know, Cam Reddish and stuff like that. And I want to see what it was all about. And yeah, RJ, like, was not that impressive. And Not that he didn't do a lot. Like, obviously, yeah. he's a great player. But, like, there were some, like, moments that it was, like, he could have easily given the ball to somebody else. But he tried to take it himself and he, and he messed it up. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was, like, and that's what made me, like, oh, does he have that it factor, you know, yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Um, but I think that's why Zion kind of get got pushed up because
1: I when I think as soon as he went down, you could see just kind of the influence that he makes. Yeah. I sure. think RJ, I think he still has a lot of development to go into. Sure. I think um, he's a great player, can attack the basket, can can shoot to some extent. So his his shot will always get better, mm-hmm. uh, or if he works on it, he'll get better. Yeah. Um,
0: or he's just Ben Simmons again.
1: But I think Zion Williams is kind of. Like a yeah, he He's a freak kind of athlete like that, that like you just won't see, like the Anthony Davis, the Kevin Durant, the LeBron James, these freak athletes that just come, like you just kind of, you're, you are like, like someone I will never see again in my lifetime. To be, what, 280, 270?
0: Something like that. To be able
1: to jump. I, th- I heard he actually out jumped the, the measurement. Not surprised. The at measurement all. stick thing. He, like out jumped it. <laughs> Not surprised. And I was at like, all. man, imagine if he was just like 20, 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> He would just like He's going out the out the he, would, arena. he would he could like he could jump and like go through, the hoop if he was skinny enough. He'd be <laughs> able to just dive. jump and yeah, dive in if he was skinny enough. Like that's crazy. Like, crazy. his hops are ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it was really interesting.
0: Yeah, For I, picking on, it was a bit like. Um, uh, like, from what I understand, and again, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, and so, like, I, I only knew some of these players because yeah. I saw them in the tournament and stuff like that. Like, DeAndre Hunter who went fourth pick by, uh, and who is it, uh, Atlanta will get him because yeah, they traded trade with the uh, Lakers and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I don't know anything about him, but apparently he's really good. He's uh, enough to go good. fourth pick, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, It wasn't next, a surprise that I he I think they were fourth.
1: saying the next three picks could have been any of them. Yeah. Some people would have gone Jared Culliver, some people would have gone Darius Garland. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different players. I actually personally wanted to see RJ fall to number number four to, so he could play with Zion again.
0: Oh. That would have been really
1: cool. I think their, their bromance is pretty funny. That
0: would be crazy. Um,
1: but uh, it didn't happen. I mean, I, I think they're, they're good players. Um, I, I mean, some highlights that I saw is uh, number eight, the Hawks traded their pick to the Pelicans who got Jackson Hayes, <laughs> oh, who's center. this freak athlete center. Like He's, yeah. he's a seven-footer. Can can jump out, can move, can can guard. I I think uh, quicker players. Yeah. Um. Can, he fits this this uh this new NBA, and have him and Zion down low, mm-hmm. like these freak athletes that's can crazy. jump out of the jump out of the stadium.
0: Yeah. And that's really really. So then, then now the Pelicans right now, if they're looking at just who they have, it'll be Lonzo Ball probably starting, right? Yeah. And then you'll have Drew Holiday, Holiday probably at the combo guard. Who's gonna play small four? Um, Ingram. Ingram. Brandon Ingram will probably start. Probably. Yeah. I don't know who else is there right now. I don't think there's... Power forward, you probably put Zion Uh, there. And then... Would you put Jackson Hazel, or do they have a center? uh,
1: They have... um, They picked up the the option for... um, Jaheel Okafor.
0: Yeah, Okafor. Okafor. He keeps getting traded, but I heard he he got good. They picked
1: something. up his offer, so okay. I think um Maybe will they're, they're they're hoping that he'll pick it because offensively he could he could. And I think Jackson will come off the bench. Josh Hart will come off the bench. Yeah. So they have some energy coming. Alfred up.
0: Payton's still there. Oh, I think Julius Randle uh didn't pick up his option. Yeah, he's gonna. They can't. So. They
1: can't sign him. But
0: then. if they try sign Julius Randle, like that be? I don't think he would though, just because of
1: Zion, mm-hmm. and he knows that he would take a lot of it. Place. But it would
0: be interesting to see a small ball lineup with yeah. like, Zion and Julius Randle because they're both. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Two people can't space the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you know there are some, su- <laughs> some surprising uh, picks that happened though. From what I understand. Yeah. Oh, actually, before we go to that, Kobe White from North Carolina yeah. is the first guard from North Carolina, that the Bulls have picked up since Jordan. Ooh. And they are like, the last time we, <laughs> that was one of the uh, things, okay. go, last time Bulls picked up a UNC guard, it was Michael Jordan. <laughs> so you know what that means, Kobe White. You know, don't disappoint <laughs> us. Pressure. Don't, don't fall short of the greatest basketball player of all time, you know? Like, yeah. it's so funny. Anyway, and Kobe White has crazy hair. Um, crazy hair. His hat didn't fit. So people thought, okay, so 9th, 10th, and 11th pick, people thought, well, like, we're a little, like, what? Uh, I think I think Rui Hachimura. So I really liked Rui Hachimura, but they, they at, had him down they didn't number, have him as a lottery. Player. Yeah, at number nine he was pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why the Wizards went after him. I heard that uh, it was a surprise to Rui Hachimura. He yeah. didn't work out with him, they didn't talk to him yeah. and they just drafted him. So I don't know what I think expecting. just as an Asian is pretty cool. Yeah, to he's, have uh, the he's Japanese the, born yeah, he's the first Japanese born or Asian born player. Player that's that was drafted, I think. I think so because everybody else either came from overseas or something yeah. like that so I think he's the first Asian born uh, something like that O's. in the top 10 or Yo, something, or something, something like, like that crazy yeah yeah yeah
1: um, but I like, it. I like his play I think he has some development but I like his
0: play really I really liked too. him too I was yeah. hoping he would drop out yeah he wasn't too good honestly so yeah. Cam Reddish I thought that was a crazy Atlanta Atlanta, Atlanta looks Cam good. Reddish is gonna be crazy because that makes it Trey Young Cam Reddish oh is it Ford I no, guess no. yeah he's Who's a the, three. Oh, Her, uh, Herder, oh, Herder Kevin Herder and then you have Cam, uh, Cam Reddish. Yeah. Then you have. Who's You, put, you could put
1: DeAndre Hunter there for.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. And then you'll have uh, John Collins. Like that yeah. is a college very young, team. <laughs> <laughs> very young, and a uh, lot of potential.
1: Yeah, but it's a very good college basketball team. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think they're
0: they they're looking good. Uh, the Warrior two you know, point yeah. Yeah. So, Atlanta <laughs> Hawks. New Orleans Pelicans in the finals in, like, 2023 or something <laughs> 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 That's what everyone's been saying, I think. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that lo- they look really, really fun. The next
1: pick. Uh, but Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson
0: was really high. Really high. And really Who, high. who picked him up? The suns, the suns. The Suns picked him up. So I Really a, high.
1: I have a friend who is from Phoenix, and he's a Suns fan, and he just completely blew up. Like, he's just like. What do you think? Like, you had, a, you had, you were at number six. You had number six, and you dropped all the way back to number 11 to pick up Cam John. You, what are you, it was so funny. I was just That's dying. So Cause I was, for me, I think both of us were thinking, oh, uh, he could drop to the, the Thunder or yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: Um, and <laughs> in the late 20s, I was just like, dude, what, what is going on? Dude? Yeah.
1: What's going on with this guy?
0: Yeah. I don't, like, who was, I guess they did give up TJ Warren for cash. Which was insane. Which makes no sense. Because then they picked up Aaron Baines, who goes into that cash from, the, from Boston. From Boston. What the heck is... is it's uh, James Jones. He's the GM for the Suns. Oh, the guy that used to play? Yeah. Every time he played for the, with LeBron, they won. James Jones is a secret sauce <laughs> oh, to LeBron's no. success. <laughs> success. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. The one that's
1: been to as many NBA Finals as LeBron James. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah... What is he doing? As a GM, he's not as <laughs> as lucky, I guess. Yeah, I don't
0: know uh, what's gonna happen to him. So, yeah, I just don't understand. That's that. interesting. It's interesting. I do They still don't have a point guard, right? Is he a guard? No, they picked up a point guard later. Um, I oh, think, later in the draft. Yeah,
1: they they picked up uh, the guy from Virginia. Um, I think they're saying he's kind of kind of small, uh, or he, he's tall, but he's kind of he needs to bulk up. Oh, Ty Jerome. I mean, yeah. Um, they picked him up later in the draft, but it was kind of like, you know, there's a lot of hype around. Like, maybe even trading the to the Pelicans to get Lonzo Ball. Yeah. All these things were coming up, but then they settled for Cam Johnson at number 11. Yeah. Cam Johnson. Yeah.
0: I mean, he, Cam Johnson looks like he can be good, like he that he will be he, good. He can, but but it's a just shooter. like, I just don't know why the Suns picked him up right, at number 11. 11. It's like trade yeah. down or grab somebody else or something. Like, are they afraid that Charlotte would have drafted him or more like Miami?
1: Like, I don't know. Miami like... got Tyler
0: Hero. That was somebody that was I was pulling cool. for, but man, yeah, he deserves to go that high. Romeo great. Langford uh, to Boston at fourteen went pretty early. Yeah, because yeah. um, Boston is imploding too. I think it's good to see b- big market teams fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Just good for the soul of the NBA. Oh. I, think. What,
1: I mean, what, what do you think about the the Thunder draft?
0: Yeah, so Thunder had the twenty-first pick, and then they. Uh, traded down with the Grizzlies for the 23rd pick and a uh, second round 2024. <laughs> uh, pick. <gasps> that 2024 pick is gonna be some high school kid, you know, like some ninth grader, like right now. Blonde, you can see. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so they traded down and ended up uh, drafting a kid named Darius Baisley. Yeah, um, you may, if you follow Sneakers, you may know him as the New Balance intern uh he uh he interned with New Balance instead of going to college and playing ball or going overseas uh he decided to not play and uh do this 3 month internship where he earned 1 million dollars that's crazy with New 3 Balance. months yeah and he got to you know see the business side of shoes and you know like clothing company and stuff and he got to make his own sneaker omni ones um which he did a fresh print uh you know like colorway which was pretty cool uh-huh. but but so, like, when oh, – so, so, if you followed – no, nobody here follows Thunder Twitter. But I followed Thunder Twitter, and what they – they're pulling out for Tyler Hero. They were going for uh, Cam Johnson. Uh, and they <laughs> pulled 11th. They were pulling for Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Bol Bol, and – some people even had Rudy Hachimura I think they even thought of the guy that got picked before Grant Williams too yeah. but then it was like Darius Bla- or Baisley and everyone's like who oh. the heck is Darius Baisley and that's when everyone obviously is starting to go on YouTube and trying yeah. to look up highlights and then when you look at the highlights you're like oh this kid can play he's a he's a lefty Kevin, Kevin Durant like he's long oh. he's quick he has a handle um, he can finish around. I mean, he can't shoot as well as Kim Graham, for sure, but um, that can obviously be worked on. But it was like it was a, he has some impressive play. He played well at the NBA Combine. Uh, his, he only has high school highlights, um, and then you know the concern is that you know for the past year since he was interning, yeah. uh, earning money, uh, he, um, he he hasn't played like with athletes in a while. Like yeah. he played some important pickup games, I think here and there. But from what I understand, his agent is Rich Paul with Club Sports, and um, but. It was like, but it's because he didn't get to play on a professional team or even a college collegiate level. Uh, he didn't really. Uh, people are concerned about like what kind of experience he he'll have and what, but but just based off his highlights and stuff alone, you're like, oh, this kid has IQ. Mm-hmm. This kid is athletic. He's got a tight handle for a guy that long. He's got seven foot wingspan. He's six nine, um, like two no maybe two ten or something like that. He's he's, like, he's a skinny, skinny kid, yeah. But which is why it reminded me so much of Kevin Durant to uh-huh. see him move that quickly, have that tight a handle, but, and be that skinny. I was like, oh, he's the left-hand, left-handed Kevin Durant. Like, uh, but we picked him up, and so I'm actually looking forward to it. Like, I, I. But what what usually happens with rookies in Oklahoma City is number one, nobody will know them <laughs> when he, when they get drafted. Sam Presti is like that. He. He drafts people. and People are like, who the heck is this guy? Who the heck is Steven Adams? Who the heck? Who the heck? Why did they draft Russell Westbrook at the second spot? Like the second or whatever it was. Why did they? Terrence Ferguson? Who's Terrence Ferguson? But they always turn out, for the most part, turn out to be pretty good. Uh, We draft. I think the only people that didn't turn out very good was maybe Josh Hustis and um, Kevin Payne. Uh, But those, like Josh Hustis, I think he's maybe G League San Antonio right now, Mm. I think. Are. And then uh, Cameron Payne's and Chicago Bulls, and yeah, he didn't. He had a bunch of foot injuries while he was with the Thunder, so he never got a really good shot to play out. But um, but yeah, so I mean, Presti's a good drafting guy, and he's and I don't think he's done yet. Free agency will come, and mm-hmm. somebody's gonna look. like that was actually one of the biggest reliefs of I think for a lot of Thunder fans was that. Steven Adams is still on the team. Andre Robertson is still on the team. Dennis Schroder is still on the team. because like, it could have happened. Like, they could have traded, uh, you know, attached the twenty-first pick with them and traded them off to somewhere else, but they didn't. Um, but you know, when, when July first comes around, who knows? We may not have one or all of them. That'll you know, so. be interesting. Yeah. So, we'll, yeah. But I'm I'm hoping to see Darius Baisley. I think it's Baisley. That's not right. <laughs> Darius Baisley play in summer league. What with, if it is Baisley? I think it's Darius Baisley. This is gonna be another boy so, Donovan. <laughs> Man, so many inside jokes. <laughs> um.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's it's. Inter- I think I think uh, even in terms of like the Warriors draft, I don't know. It almost seemed like they were just kind of putting this next season out for a while. <laughs> like they picked up a lot of people who. It's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, Darius basically. But anyway, sorry, yeah. The Warriors had oh, the 28th pick in the first round. They picked up a guy named Jordan Poole. I
1: mean, he's Michigan. a shooter. I think, I, I kept hearing that they really wanted to get the guy that was drafted two picks before, and Dylan Windler. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Um, he actually, I think, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers were looking at Kelvin Johnson at that pick, and I heard at the last minute they just That's kind right. of flipped and, and right. went after Dylan Windler. That's right. Uh, I think the Warriors were looking for him. Um, you know, this, this happened in the Pat McCaw draft where... They're going after someone else, and then I think they're going after Robert Williams, the the center that Boston picked up, mm-hmm. like two picks before, and and then all of a sudden they had to kind of scramble and pick the next player. Yeah. Um, I mean you never know, but he looks interesting. He hit a he hit a huge game winning shot in the final four, I think, against um, Houston. Uh, Like last year, I think. Mm -hmm. So you know, just pick up another guard who just wants to kill Houston.
0: You know, (laughs) it's great. We'll love it. We'll love that. You think he'll get Houston? Let's see. I guess would Quinn Cook put pull in that spot before uh, the two guard? Uh, I think he's way too small. But I mean, wouldn't they just put Steph in this two put Quinn Cook at the starting guard? I think we would have very large defensive liabilities oh, <laughs> sure. if that in the in the yeah, yeah in the perimeter yeah but um I, Jordan Poole will solve that uh, for a yeah. while at least until the head.
1: the next their next pick was really interesting in the second round they picked up a guy um, I don't really quite know how to spell uh, pronounce his name Alan Smileychik
0: right yeah uh, oh, that went right. to that went to the Warriors yeah that went to the Warriors oh, okay. uh, yeah so honestly Smiley- after the thirtieth pick electric. I like didn't pay attention but.
1: And yeah, this his story was really interesting because they were, people were projecting the Warriors to pick him because what they actually did is they they drafted him in the G League draft because he was too young to come into the NBA. Mm-hmm. So he played for the Santa Cruz Warriors. And then I guess they kind of saw how he played and saw his potential, and they like just stashed him. No. They just didn't give him playing time. They just kind of practiced with them and built his up his skills. And just literally let no one watch him play. And then from that point, there, I think there's this heavy thought that, oh, the Warriors are going to draft him. Oh, and 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 maybe a team will come up and just swoop in and grab him. You know, just kind of spike sure, the word Sure, sure. Um, they actually bought the forty-first pick from Atlanta, okay. and then they traded into the 39th I think just to reassure themselves that they can get this guy. I see. Um, but I actually think their number forty-one pick is actually their best draft pick out of all of them. Eric, um, Eric Pascal, he's a Villanova guy. He's literally like Draymond 2 oh. Oh, really? It's like same similar size built. Um, he can shoot threes. I think he doesn't quite have the playmaking that Draymond does, mm-hmm. but um, he's he he looks a lot like him. Um, <laughs> yeah, hustle guy. I think he even he even I think there was an, even an interview because a lot of people were kind of seeing them uh, very similarly together. Mm-hmm. So they're telling him um, they're asking like about Draymond what he thinks, and he's he's talking about how Draymond's a killer, and he's you know one like a great player. Yeah. Um, so I think it's 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 great, you know, having yeah. learn under Draymond and. Um, I, I think – I look at a lot of these players and I think, man, I don't know wh- how they're going to contribute next season, but maybe the Warriors saw something that we didn't. Um, maybe the Warriors saw something that none of the other analysts saw because I think a lot of analysts were pretty harsh on the Warriors uh, this uh, uh, this draft. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, we'll, see. Um, we'll see. Just a few other kind of notes. Milwaukee picked up Kevin Porter Jr., <laughs> Who I think people thought would go earlier, a lot earlier. Yeah, but I mean, he was just sitting there. I remember watching him. He was just sitting there with Bol Bol, and then Bol Bol is the other the other one. That um, dude. Yeah, he's going to the Miami Heat. Man, he went forty fourth. Yeah. Like I mean, he was projected early in the preseason as like a like top five pick, and then he added his injury, and then people are like, okay, he'll drop later into the first round, and then he's like late second round. Yeah. You know? And Miami he picked him up. Coincidentally today I saw that Hassan Whiteside opted into his, yeah. his contract. So cause it's like, yeah, you can't shoot you know, Hassan. <laughs> like, but Bobo can, so he's gonna come after your spot. He's like, well I better get money. <laughs> you know, like um, but yeah, I mean if you watch Bobo it's it's pretty crazy. Like the guys can crazy. Shoot. He's yeah. like I mean he does like not look like he can play basketball, but he can the basketball It's
1: His dad, I think there was a record, or he he did something crazy where he hit like six, six three-pointers in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something uh, insane like that. He's, he's, he's shooting, like a two-handed. He's like shooting from over. He's like behind, seven. His, and he's like, yes.
0: you're like, what?
1: The? If you watch those high, it's funny, because no defenders around him. Yeah. Just completely, like, just he's completely completely just shoot
0: it. It's just, yeah. He was a, uh, who knew, but from the yeah. future, I guess.
1: But talking about a tall big man, Taco Fall is still available. He is undrafted. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Seven six.
0: Yeah, and you know, Taco Fall just remind me so much of Anthony Davis. I was like, who what a one!" You know, but <laughs> maybe not like Anthony Davis. I mean,
1: the, the New Orleans at the first pick, they could have easily, could've easily, they just let him go. Let, you know, let him slide like that.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, that was nothing other than that. that I feel like was too notable. Um, you know, next week, I believe is June June thirtieth. That's when free agency begins. Six p.m. Pacific? I don't know. Uh, I think it's Pacific time. Pacific time. Yeah. Um, be that'll be crazy because that's when things are going to happen. Um, yeah, so we're excited. Yeah. But, hey, one thing we want—we need to shout out. Uh, you guys may not have noticed. Oh, you may have noticed that our, our profile pic is spicy. Fire! It is good looking. It is new. It is fancy. We did not pay a cent for it. So we are shouting out Miss Janice Rebecca On. Uh, she is a. I guess she works with graphic design and stuff. Graphic
1: designer?
0: Yeah, she's a graphic designer. We think. Yeah. <laughs> out in Southern California, we we have some mutual friends, and uh, and she uh, just reached out to us and offered to do this for us. Uh, but if you want to look at her work, you can go to janicerebeccaon.com, I believe, and uh, see all the work. It's really really good stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Janice. Yeah, and if, if that website's wrong, we'll put it in the bio. Yeah, we'll definitely put it in the bio <laughs> because I'm sure you don't know how to spell it. So, <laughs> uh, But thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Hey, thank you for our listeners. Because of you guys, we have earned a grand total. At, at this point of this podcast, hold on, let me check it really quick. Through, through Anchor. Through Anchor, our one sponsor, we have earned $1.38. $1.38. time thank you thank you thank you that's over 100 plays <laughs> we're very I, I think it says it says a total 288 plays um so we thank you for sticking with us listening to us um this first season Well, second season will come in the fall We've got a baby coming you know we got lots of stuff so a lot of
1: things happening um, you know, our
0: own ministries yeah, yeah, but it was. I think this first season was fun. It was yeah. fun, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed having lunch with us, and uh, this is too long now, and we are very late for work. Well, see you in season two. Season two. Hey, that was it. That was season one. Thank you guys so much for listening to season one of our lunch break podcast. Please look forward to season two coming this fall. Um, hopefully, we'll have a few more. Just kind of random lunch break podcasts during the summer. Uh, Both Ben and I are busy with ministry and family and things like that. And so, um, but please don't hesitate to go back, listen to some of our old podcasts and don't hesitate to support us on anchor.fm slash our lunch break podcast. You can check us out there and hit the donate button, help us get some new equipment and food. That would be great if we could, you, you guys could buy us lunch. Anyway, we appreciate all of you for listening in this first season and please look forward to season two coming this fall our lunch break podcast